Chapter Four of California Sketches by Oscar Penn Fitzgerald. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Four. Fulton. He was a singular compound: hero, hypochondriac, and saint. He came aboard the Antelope as we, my wife and I, were on our way to the annual conference at Sacramento in 1855 coming into our stateroom he introduced himself as brother fulton a thin pale-faced man with weak blue eyes and that peculiar look which belongs to the real ascetic he seemed out of place among that motley throng i am glad to see you and hope you will live wholly and be useful in california he said as this is the first time we have met he continued let us have a word of prayer that all our intercourse may be sanctified to our mutual good down he kneeled among the trunks valises and bandboxes in the little stateroom and we with him though it was tight squeezing amid the baggage and prayed long and fervently with many groans and sighs rising at length from our knees we entered into conversation after a few inquiries and answers he said it is very difficult to maintain a spiritual frame of mind among all these people let us have another word of prayer down he went again on his knees we following and he wrestled long and earnestly in supplication oblivious of the peculiarities of the situation conversation was resumed on rising confined exclusively to religious topics a few minutes had thus been spent when he said we are on our way to the annual conference where we shall be engaged in looking after the interests of the church let us have another word of prayer that we may be prepared for these duties and that the session may be profitable to all again he knelt upon his knees and prayed with great fervour when we rose there was a look of inquiry in the eyes of my fellow missionary which seemed to ask where is this to end just then the dinner-bell rang and we had no opportunity for further devotions with brother fulton it was observed during the conference session that there was a cloud in fulton's sky he sat silent and gloomy taking no part in the proceedings about the third morning while some important measure was pending he rose and addressed bishop andrew who was in the chair bishop i am in great mental distress you will excuse me for interrupting the business of the conference but i can bear it no longer what's the matter brother fulton asked that bluff wise old preacher i am afraid i have sinned was the answer with bowed head and faltering voice in what way asked the bishop i will explain on my way from the mountains i became very hungry in the stagecoach i am afraid i thought too much of my food you know bishop that if we fix our affections for one moment on any creature more than on god it is sin well brother fulton said the bishop if at your hungriest moment the alternative had been presented whether you would give up your god or your dinner would you have hesitated no sir said brother fulton meekly after a short pause well then my dear brother the case is clear you have done no wrong said the bishop in his hearty off-hand way the effect was magical fulton stood thoughtful a moment and then as he sat down burst into tears of joy poor morbidly sensitive soul 
we may smile at such scruples so foreign to the temper of these after times but they were the scruples of a soul as true and as unworldly as that of a kempis he was sent to the mines and he was a wonder to those nomadic dwellers about vallecito douglas's flat murphy's camp and lancha plana they were puzzled to determine whether he was a lunatic or a saint many stories of his eccentricities were afloat and he was regarded with a sort of mingled curiosity and awe it was but seldom that even the roughest fellows would utter profane language in his presence and when they did they received a rebuke that made them ashamed before the year was out he had won every heart by the power of simple truthfulness courage and goodness the man who insulted or in any way mistreated him would have lost caste with those wild adventurers who with all their grievous faults never failed to recognize sincerity and pluck fulton's sincerity was unmistakable and he feared not the face of man he made converts among them too many a profane lip became familiar with the language of prayer in those mining camps where the devil was so terribly regnant and took no pains to hide his cloven foot one of fulton's eccentricities caused a tedious trial to an old hen belonging to a good sister at vallecito he was a dyspeptic too great abstemiousness the cause his diet was tea crackers and boiled eggs being a rigid sabbath-keeper he would eat nothing cooked on sunday so his eggs were boiled on saturday and warmed over for his sunday meals about the time of one of his visits to vallecito the sister referred to had occasion to set a hen the period of incubation was singularly protracted running far into the summer the eggs would not hatch investigation finally disclosed the fact that by somebody's blunder the boiled eggs had been placed under the unfortunate fowl whose perseverance failed of its due reward bless me said the good-natured sister laughing those were brother fulton's eggs i wonder if he ate the raw ones fulton had his stated times for private devotion and allowed nothing to stand in the way the hour of twelve was one of these seasons sacred to prayer one day he was ascending a mountain leading his horse and assisting a teamster by scotching the wheels of his heavy wagon when his horses stopped to get breath when about halfway up fulton's large old-fashioned silver watch told him it was twelve instantly he called out my hour of prayer has arrived and i must stop and pray wait till we get to the top of the mountain won't you exclaimed the teamster no said fulton i never allow anything to interfere with my secret prayers and down he kneeled by the roadside bridle in hand and with closed eyes he was soon wrapped in devotion the teamster expressed his view of the situation in language not exactly congress to the exercise in which his fellow-traveller was engaged but he waited until the prayer was ended and then with a serene face fulton resumed his service as scotcher and the summit was reached in triumph while on the san ramon circuit in contra costa county he met a man with a drove of hogs in a narrow muddy lane the swine took fright and despite the frantic efforts of their driver they turned bolted by him and rushed back the way whence they had come the swineherd was furious with rage and let loose upon fulton a volley of oaths and threats 
Fulton paused, looked upon the angry fellow calmly for a few moments, and then dismounted and, kneeling by the roadside, began to pray for the man whose profanity was filling the air. The fellow was confounded at the sight of that ghostly-looking man on his knees before him. He took a panic, and, turning back, he followed his hogs in rapid flight. The sequel must be given. The fleeing Swinnard became one of Fulton's converts, dating his religious concern from the prayer in the lane. Fulton itinerated in this way for years, fasting rigidly and praying incessantly, some thinking him a lunatic others reverencing him as a saint thinner and thinner did he grow his pallid face becoming almost transparent thinking its mild climate might benefit his health he was sent to southern california one morning on entering his room he was found kneeling by his bedside dead with his bible open before him and a smile on his face End of chapter four